fourth last game before finals before the Cats enter the bye for finals round. Played Sydney at the SCG. We won it by 27 points. Are we back in form, boys? We'll discuss 107 to the Cats versus 80 from Sydney Swans. Jake was up at the SCG. Live from the SCG. Yeah, it was definitely the uh, first step in getting some form back into our season. And if the trend goes as it keeps going it looks like we'll be picking up that form right in time for finals so hopefully last six all win loss win loss win loss how are you feeling are you feeling more comfortable off this match or oh look we did what we needed to do um you know slow start to be honest but picked it up in the second half and um you know normal service was resumed i guess to a degree. Um, and yeah, can't complain about the end results in, in, in the sense because it's it's four points. It's four important points. Um, there's four points away from home. Winning away from home is always difficult regardless of who it is. Um, and now we move on to West Australia and to Fremantle. It, it might only seem like we just beat Sydney, who I think are in the just above the bottom four on the ladder, but they beat yep. West Coast there about five weeks ago and they almost beat Collingwood, if mm. I'm not mistaken, pretty recently too. So even though they're a young team, they still have uh, a lot of uncertainty about what they can bring each week. And if they get on a roll like they looked like they were going to do in the first quarter, they can uh, push teams all the way. And yeah, I was definitely nervous, <laughs> it, at, even at halftime when it was dead even didn't really know what was going to happen in the second half and there were stages during the first quarter where I was worried about our season. <laughs> they've got they've got plenty of talent. Yes, definitely. And we saw some of that talent on display. Josh Kennedy played very well. thought uh, Hewitt for them played mm. a really, really good role in the midfield. Just mitigate, mitigating TK's influence, danger at times around the clearances. We destroyed the clearance department. I think it was um, 46 to 28 in favour of the Cats. Beaten one of the disposals, 365 to 344. Beat them in the inside 50s, just 51 to 48. Just eclipsed them. Contested possessions has been our game this whole year. Contested possessions and tackles has been our game. Well, we really have pushed opposition. So 162 to the Cats, 132 to the Swans. Uh, tackles, the Swans were ahead of us. But I think that's partly to do with their first quarter. And... They were just able mm. to, regardless of the amount of hitouts that we were gaining, they weren't to advantage. So Zach Smith came in to line up this week. Ray Stanley was admitted following a not great a game. A lean patch. Lean patch from Mount against Big Boy McAvoy. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Rowan admitted and Zach Tui admitted. Um Maybe a little bit of fair talk there. Managed. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Managed. Managed. They were dropped. Yeah. They were dropped. <laughs> um, having said that, our first quarter, it's first five, ten minutes started off okay. Hawkins clunking a few. Mm. Sav marking everything and all the free kicks going to Sydney's way. <laughs> Not getting awarded with the free with the uh, marks. It was ridiculous. It was but, crazy. Yeah. It was similar to that Max Gorn free kick a couple of weeks ago in the ruck where he was just too strong and pushed Josh Dunkley out of the way. Yeah. He got paid off. a big boy. Big boy. <laughs> he got paid a free... Like Sav was getting paid free kicks against for being too strong and yeah. it just appeared to the umpire that he was blocking or, or holding his opponent out illegally. So... Yeah, I was a bit concerned. Definitely in the halfway of the first quarter when they just were running, you know, free through the midfield and, and we're all saying in the group chat, like, someone lay a bloody tackle. Like, they were just running free. It just yeah, seemed yeah. like we weren't anticipating, you know, when the next handball was coming from Sydney and no one wanted to, like, you know, break the chain and, and lay a tackle. And Sydney were just running absolutely rampant and getting into their forward line far too easy, way too easy. And that, yeah. yeah, I was I was seriously worried then. Like, oh my goodness, like this is this is concerning. And then there were players who just weren't contributing in that first quarter, which we'll talk a bit about later. And I was very very nervous. But the second quarter was a bit better pressure wise, and we leveled things up. And some free kick came back our way, and a couple of them were uh, to Asava who. 
uh, we've mentioned before on the pod, his size and his athleticism would worry a few defenders at times. So it's not exactly, you know, a free, free kick. It's, he's definitely earned it by the way that defenders are sort of scared about how agile and, and dangerous he can be. So, Yeah, a few of those was, yeah, Sav clunking a mark down and um, down the line from a defensive exit. Yep. But in the first quarter, there was <clears throat> remnants of Hawthorne, not in the way that Sydney really pressed or in the way they set up from us trying to rebound from defensive 50s or kick-ins, but just their ability to pin in not not just our defensive 50, but from the centre of the ground to their goal, really. Mm. Um, apart from our set shots on goal, the only other really clear-cut opportunity in the first half I can remember was Hawkins inside 50 to Duncan that... He just dropped, yeah, I dropped, think, from the centre. Yeah. Other mm. than that, there wasn't too many plays in Geelong's centre of the half. It was no. all played in the Swans' territory, yeah. uh, mm. being their forward ground. Yeah. So, mm. which wasn't uh, wasn't the the most appealing viewing, <laughs> but um, no, and especially against a bottom five club. Yeah, I mean, we we would have liked to have started perhaps a, a bit better, but as I said. You know, after half time, or after the yeah midway through the second quarter, and then after half time, um, Geelong did start to settle down or settle into the game, and um, you know start to control elements of the match. I thought that uh, some of our kicking or some of the uh, set shots conversion was at least better than it has been in the last definitely month. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's where Sydney let themselves down in the first quarter because mm. I think they kicked, what, three goals, three? The whole game. The 21 to seven at quarter time. Mm. And at the same time, they had two or three out-of-bounds on the full. Mm. They could have been up by, yeah, I think they could have been up by about five goals at quarter time. Even going, back, well. even going back to, I think it was in late, late in the third quarter where... Ben Ronk pretty much had a kick by himself in the goal score and hit the post mm. and it would have put him within two goals. Yeah. The whole game, they were yeah. really... And that probably just comes with their inexperienced forward line and, and team as a whole. But yeah, they weren't very efficient, but they were getting a majority of all the scoring um, action pretty much in the first half. And and it came down you know, in the middle of the second quarter where we had the first couple of goals and, and Sydney started pegging them back. Joel Selwood, for me had a really important role with a couple of really key smothers from handballs, which led straight to goals. And and it was a noticeable uh, impact that he was making. And it was probably one of the best games he's played all season, to be honest, just with, it was like classic 2014 Joel Selwood. Yeah. The last just, few weeks yeah, from Joel has been insane. Pretty, pretty positive. Yeah. yeah. With his brother Scott coming to line up this oh, yes. week. Finally. <laughs> we've been calling for this for how many weeks now? Yeah. I'm not sure what the... Anti-scoot uh, brigade. <laughs> yeah, is, I think I said it last week, but there were so many people in the comments saying, lack you know, of speed. "Yeah, lack of speed." And yeah. then they're like, "You can't put Scott Sold in. Let's put Constable in." Mm. It's like, well, Constable's like a shipping container; he can't <laughs> turn at all. But he, like, <laughs> yeah. it's the same thing. Like, mm. but Sold has that hard edge. He's an experienced body, and, and he had he had six or seven score involvements as well as a few tackles. He's just one of those players. Like he just like when Tui came back inside, he just slotted straight in. Did his job. You didn't really notice him, but he was just there doing his bit, and and that's what we need. We don't need a player to come back in and you know, dominate, yeah, necessarily, and, or like come back in and then you notice that they're doing poorly as well. Yeah, you just want them to come back in seamless. Yeah, like when mm-hmm. people say you don't if the umpires, if you aren't noticing the umpires and they're doing their doing, job, doing so, a decent job. Jed Buse, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, Cam Guthrie midway through the season, pretty when much they came the whole season. Injury. Cam Guthrie, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, Cam Guthrie's. Being actually, yeah, my... Mitch Duncan most of the time. Yeah, you know, you, you don't yeah. notice him, but he gets the twenty. You notice when punches. he you notice when he misses goals and drops marks yeah, because it's so unlike him. Y- yeah, but <laughs> the majority of his yeah, because like nine out of ten mm. times he's doing mm. the the correct thing or he's very efficient yeah. with the things that he does. Um, generally, though, yeah, not a bad performance overall. Not a bad um, performance. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, they did what they needed to do. Yeah, and they've That's... got some good young upcoming kids. Look at their forward line, Tom McCartan, mm. 
Blakey. 19, yeah, Blakey. Yeah, they'll be set, I think, for their future. Right. <laughs> They're a transition. Heaney. Heaney, Heaney yeah. was giving me... He was making me nervous in the. He was, he was the kicking final, like yeah. kicking goals from the pocket and from everywhere. I was like, oh God, that was an impressive. Yeah, impressive yeah. Checks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh dear, boy, oh boy. <laughs> it's good for super coach, but uh, yeah, not, not, for, good not for, for Geelong. <laughs> there was some some individual performances from Geelong, which we'll probably talk about. But Zach Smith, especially, has had a pretty maligned season and career at Geelong, pretty much after his first year. And there was a stage in the first quarter, I believe, where he had pretty much the whole center square to himself and got the ball and then got tackled pretty much immediately immediately, didn't, immediately didn't but notice. just had no awareness at all that there was a player coming to get him and that Perhaps that's the when the sunlight was... played a part you know? <laughs> he's taller than the sun so it probably <laughs> he yeah he he had a good a good game but it was against a a player who was only in his second game in Hayden McLean who Very only had like 10 hit outs and Asava had nine himself. As- Asava had nine as the second ruck. So yeah, yeah. Um, I don't necessarily think he should be dropped next week. I think it's Scott said something earlier in the year about not bringing players in well, for one game. Yeah. It's sort of irrelevant, especially against Sandlands and yeah, well, Darcy and Darcy and Lob, which they all yeah. played all three of them on the weekend. Uh, we need an out, yeah, out and out tap ruckman for yeah. that match. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I- I'd love to see Smith go again, and like you can't. Ex- ex- I mean, you expect them to perform. Well, in every game an AFL player plays, but solid, you can't expect solid, them solid contribution. Yeah, you can't expect you know they blow the, like dominate. dominate the world yeah. in their first game back. So I'd like yeah. to give him another game, and if he doesn't perform next week, then that's probably it for probably the season. Um, and Stanley comes back back in with like a chip on his shoulder because he's been dropped for poor performance. So, and then uh, the other the other main concern which most cat fans seem to have it was James Parsons. In the first half, and again, we were saying in the uh, in the group chat, he was making not necessarily mistakes, but it was the things that he had the chance to do that he couldn't do or, or, or didn't seem to be able to do that were concerning. But mm. to his credit, he actually had a really, really good second half, and especially in the third quarter, he was getting lots of you know a couple of one twos and then long deliveries into the forward line, which led to scores. So a very quiet first half for yeah. Parsons, along with other players. Yeah. Ablett had the one touch yeah. as well. It, look, we're not. Just putting this on past, yeah. but he's a player that's been under the spotlight from all Cats yeah. fans yeah. as one of the players that that should get a game, should get a game. Yeah, exactly. In and, and out, we've had Quinton Knuckle available, Benegola especially, Goa coming back, other players, Constable as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, so he's been in that conversation with the front. The first half wasn't good enough for Parsons. The second half, he finished with eighteen disposals, kicked mm. a. Saucy goal. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, that, that'll that probably be enough to potentially get him a game I think it next, will. next yeah. week. Yeah. I um, think other than the emergencies that we carried and some of those were players that were managed or admitted, mm. i.e. Gary Rowan, I think we'll play pretty much the same lineup. Yeah. Your thoughts, Jay? Yeah. I mean, they took a heap of players there. They pretty much brought two teams over for the uh, the joint Sydney to, to Perth venture. Um, the only thing really going against um, the team sort of changing around, like it would, not that you'd want to put players in if they're not ready, but it would seem like a waste if you brought Reece Stanley, Menegol and Narkel onto this pretty much week-long trip and they not didn't do anything because they're not playing yeah, VFL, VFL as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't be against them making a hard call and dropping Smith or dropping... Parsons or dropping Atkins or you know one of these players that didn't Atkins or necessarily Myers maybe arrest yeah yeah well that that's that's the thing like you know two interstate games for travel they might not emit players but they might rest Myers like I wouldn't be against you know Narkel coming in for Myers I said that last week too and it almost eventuated um, yeah I think next week is a good chance to like really like lock in our team and you know find out what what works for us to, to get over a couple of difficult games coming into the last three rounds of the season for us. Yeah, mm. definitely, definitely. Aside from those two that we've pointed out, the 35 hitouts to Zach Smith against 10 from McLean in his, his second game, mm. it wasn't to the Cats' advantage. Uh, we yeah. did win the clearance, so yet to be sold on that one. Maybe mm. another game against Frio and we'll see. Zach Smith 
future games this season for the Cats or whether he, he gets he, back well, yeah, he gets gets one more chance this week. Yeah. I think. Yeah. How about you, Alf? Tom Atkins, with is another player similar to Gary Rowan in the sense that it doesn't rack up a huge amount of disposals, but it's about the pressure acts and the tackles that do it for yeah. him. So I think yep. he racked up from memory. I think it was twenty four pressure acts, which is which is good. Which, which is pretty decent. Quite high yeah. Number, yeah. From Tom yeah. Atkins. Yep. Do you think he's due for rest with the players coming back with Rowan and Menengola and Disposal, Myers, Atkins? Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think that's a sensible um, conclusion to make. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, nothing against him. He's, he's had a terrific year. It's his debut season. Um, very similar to, to, to Myers. You know. To be honest, this year should have happened years ago for him. Yeah, should have. I'd, yeah, <laughs> I, I'd, you know, he he probably deserved to get drafted a, a year or two ago, um, Atkins, yeah. Um, but he's taken his opportunity, more or less, this year. He's done a really good job for the majority of the year. Um, plays his role every week. He plays a similar role to, you know, the traditional Max Rook enforcer type role. Yeah, and, people... You know, we, we love that. Um, that's what we want. We were missing that, and he's, so he's provided something that we were missing in previous seasons. Um, overall, I can't really complain about his performances most of the year. Um, he always puts in the effort. You could, that's unquestionable. Mm. Um, yeah, he he plays with the right uh, right attitude, and. Um, plays the, the Geelong way that we know and love or the way that we want to I think it would play. benefit us to have have a couple of those younger players you know manage to especially for the Brisbane game is the big one for me that we'd need pretty much our full strength team out there and to have you know a rested Ab- uh, Atkins and a rested Myers come back into a team at their pretty much their peak and just go to town on Brisbane's defence, yeah, that that would that would benefit us because Brisbane are they probably are the, quickly, probably the biggest dark horse look, of the they competition. They are quickly improving. They yeah, are yeah. A, um, and if we, and we can't yeah. put a we can't put players in against Brisbane that are nah. slow because they've got that many zippy players that will cause turnovers and yeah, and goals. that that without Harris Andrews this yeah. weekend and still turned on the yeah the afterburners. So. Yeah. Didn't affect them down back. Mm. Um, a lot of former Geelong crew down at Brisbane. Yes. Side note. Yeah. yeah. Josh Walker returned. <laughs> yeah. I think Darcy Gardner, that Joey's boy, was playing yep. his 100th game yes. in the weekend. Yeah, there was a few Joey's boys that went down to uh, celebrate with him, and it was good they got the win for him. Yeah. It's been really good for him, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird to... Wizarding you know, and Christensen and... Yeah. A lot of Geelong talent there. A number there. of others, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, sort of, I'm sort of dreading that game against Brisbane up at the Gabba, to be honest. Hmm. Packed house. Yes. It'll be a packed house. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see we'll see what happens, you know. Mm. It's like they're they're the young you know, new kid on the block they are. So they you know, it's they might crumble under the pressure. Mm. You know, at this time of year. Mm. Right now there's probably no pressure on them, but when it's do or die and you know, in, in finals, if they play you know, a qualifying final or a um and and they're they're run effectively an elimination final yeah. where the, where you have to win and there's no tomorrow. Their run for um, them yeah. helps them because they've got Brisbane, uh, they've got Geelong, and then Richmond in the last round. So they're essentially two finals, mm. preparing them for finals, especially the Richmond one playing at the G. They could well be battered though by the you know well, over that fortnight. Last year and we then played into Gold finals. Coast was our last two, and that wasn't ideal. Help. Melbourne. <laughs> it was yeah. good at the time, but yeah. thankfully Carlton. Had playing some good footy at the moment so hopefully it's not a drubbing 23 Carlton it should be. have picked up so mm. you know that's not going to be a necessarily easy match yeah. but um, I would back us to win at home yeah so individual player delight from, from this match we mentioned Gaz before his first half how many disposals did he have? definitely one quarter in the first one touch in the first quarter and I think he had maybe five or seven in at half time Right, he finished yeah. up with 21. Yeah. So he, his second half was... Put him into the middle. They put him in the middle, yeah. yeah. And that's when he started tackling as well. And yeah. 
sparking stuff. The Health. usual suspects, Danger, Joel really Selwood, Mitch Duncan, albeit that maybe one mark we would have liked to <laughs> see. Right. <laughs> He's probably not used to being up forward. So. <laughs> yeah. The one name we haven't said, we just mentioned then, Tom Hawkins. He's 250th, kicked five goals to... Yeah. Thank you, oh, Tommy. Well, we just, <laughs> Thank yeah. you for 250. We, we love him. Yeah. We, yeah. Love, we love him. He's a, you know, he's a, he's a good man. Favorite, uh, <laughs> favorite son and a very, yeah, very likable character or, um, you know, respectable guy um, generally. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, he's uh, died in the wall for the, you know, for the cats he's uh, through and through. He, he was playing an absolute blinder as well. That third goal he kicked where it was a long kick into Radigalia and then he crumbed it and snapped the goal. That, mm. that was That's elite. Mm. That's amazing to see from a, a key forward. And, of, uh, of his size, he's yeah. quite agile for, for his size. Mm. Um, he has lost Static. weight. Or the, yeah. the, you know, the, that's always been his, his problem. It's never been gaining weight. It's been about reducing it. Mm. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, He's he's been able to do that in in recent seasons. I think uh, Jimmy Bartel even mentioned in in media that the last two seasons, this one probably included, have been his best. In that, have been his best. Yeah, they've been his best seasons. Um, and ever since, is it twenty twelve? Ever since twenty twelve, um, he's leading goals. He's kicked goals. Yeah. He's kicked forty five goals plus since twenty twelve. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, yeah, that's very reliable. Mm. That's all you ask from a tall forward. If we didn't have Tom Hawkins, (laughs) don't say that. (laughs) If we didn't have Tom Hawkins, where would we be? That was my that was my biggest fear at the start of the season. If if Hawkins went down, who would be playing forward for us? But like even over the last few years, yeah, we'd be playing Dangerfield up forward, and he wouldn't be doing uh, yeah. As well, as as well, or he, yeah, he'd be all right, but and and that's wouldn't be op- able to have an impact in the middle of the ground. That's the option, though, too. Like if if and I think we mentioned this a couple weeks ago. We're we're in that position now where we can afford to lose players if it unfortunately happens. Like if Hawkins goes down, yeah, not good. If Hawkins goes down, you know, you maybe put Dangerfield forward, bring Scott Selwood in earlier, or Constable in, or like the bevy of midfield options that we have. If Dangerfield goes down, like. Constable was right there, ready to go. Like Narkle's there, ready to go if we need it. So I think you know, worst case scenario happens. You know, if we lose someone in the next couple of weeks, we do have the the cover to help us. Yeah, exactly. Some players that went maybe a bit under the radar for me that performed really well. Just quick shout outs. Um, thought Cam Guthrie's first half was very good. His mm. first half. Yeah, he had a crack. A sad we've mentioned mm. was was great um probably should, should have been credited a bit more mm. um some disposals he didn't get due to the free kicks mark o'connor down back oh the shark the shark <laughs> tell us about the shark yeah he set up um hawkins first shot at goal in the first minute that was and he had yeah he had he had like three three or four like running efforts from half back and hit targets and i think four or five intercept uh marks as well and he really only had one blemish on his game which was when sam reed pulled a mark out of his whatever to, to in the first quarter and had a shot yeah. at goal which he missed anyway but that was the only real blemish that he had on on his game and you said before he's been improving every single week and mm. has been probably one of our most improved players at the club to be honest like made pro- probably top 10 <laughs> improved in the, in the competition yeah, yeah. He'll probably be in line for some awards at the end of the year. Most yeah. improved player. Most improved for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. which actually, uh, yeah, we'll tally up the votes soon for the, every single week. The individual players. Yeah, my votes on um, my votes on Mitch Duncan this yeah. year to pull out he's the Kaji. Pretty consistent. I think he's been the most consistent week mm. in week out. It always been in our top four, top five. With that in mind, we're just off air talking about our injury list sorry lack of injury list mm. where you've got Jordan Cunico currently injured um, Zach Guthrie Nathan, Nathan Kruger who else Cockatoo 
I think I could. I think he's back playing in, in VFL. training, but yeah. but there's back always training. That, yeah. yeah, but that's pretty much it. There's it's been a, a cloud over him in yeah. three or four. Yeah. Bearing that in mind, Ben Jarman asked out each of us. What do you think is our best 22 guys? And that's pretty much those. Safe to say those three, four individuals not playing a game in 2019, a big stretch to put them in our best 22. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we haven't seen anything yep. of them. So, yeah. How do you know what they're going to deliver? Yeah. You're going off of nothing. Previous form mm-hmm. or you're going off of hope? Yeah. That in mind. Best 22. Should we crack into it? Who wants to go first? Do you, do you want to give uh, a little hint as to maybe who's not in the team now that would come in? And then we can maybe post up on the Facebook page or something our full list so people can go and view them. Sure. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Me, for me, yeah, give, give, I, us, give, us, a, give us a couple you're, of... Uh, yeah, you're, you're very keen to, to, to let I, I, everyone I know. Have, yeah, I had my favourite Irishman... Yes. Admitted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's that, that's that's actually a fair call if it if it helps the team yeah. structure. A certain Ruckman admitted. Yeah. And a player who's played for three different clubs admitted. Three different clubs. Okay. <laughs> what position I does he play? Ah, <laughs> uh, mid, half forward. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Ablett technically counts as playing for the rich three different clubs, so I hope you don't mean uh, him. <laughs> <laughs> well, or three different eras, perhaps. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd have to agree with you. I think, well, in my team, I had Zach Tui staying out of the team, um, but you pretty much can flip a coin on Buse and Tui. Yeah, I think Buse's introduction, his, his role on Eddie Betts was sensational. Fantastic, yeah. Tui, since he's come back from injury for me, he's just... He hasn't looked the same. He hasn't been able to break out from mm. our defence. He's, he's been fine, but he, he's lost probably his running ability because um, Stewart's taken it up and O'Connor's mm. taken it up, to be honest. yeah, mm. He's playing in a slightly different role perhaps. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I would say that at least the back six, the back six that we had for the Sydney game are the back six, the best back six yep. that we can put together for... Um, the year. Mm. Okay, I'm throwing it out there. You guys can brutalize me and critique. Yeah. Here we go. Start from the back or forward? What do we want? We'll, we'll start, start from, we'll start from, from the back. back. Yeah. Start from the back. Yeah. All right. Full backs got Taylor, Blitz, Stewart. Yeah. Half back: Buse, Collar, Henry. Yep. Yeah. Center: Sell in the wing. Duncan, Jordan, Clark. Yeah. Half forward, Grant Myers, Big Sav, Cam Guffrey. Mm-hmm. Full forward, Ablett, Hawkins, Gary Rowan. And followers, Zach Smith, oh. Danger, and Tim Kelly. Yep. Interchange, Mark O'Connor, Scott Selwood, Brandon Parfitt, Luke Dowhouse. We've got the emergencies there. <laughs> Tui, Hendo, Menangola, and Stanley. Mm. As well as Parsons, Narkle, Constable, Fogarty, Simpson, JJ, not so making whole, it. Yeah. All right, come at me. <laughs> so you're backing Zach Smith to be our best ruckman for the rest of the season? I'm backing him. And what I've seen on Reese Stanley the last six weeks prior. Yeah. And who we will come up against in the finals. Mm-hmm. I think we need an out-and-out tap Ruckman. For the first 12 rounds of the year, I would have had a very much similar team, but I would have had Stanley in there. Mm. I think most Cats fans would have, given his um, exceptional form at the start of the year. Mm. But he has dropped away, so I think it's probably a fair call to... Put Smith in there, given that yeah the likelihood that we're going to face some genuine tap ruckman in uh, in finals, or we're going to have to yeah there's going to have to be a bigger body. Mm. Man, goal is my emergency. It's rude. Uh, yeah, 
I reckon he's. I, I, just I reckon he's the best. Look, I reckon he's the best twenty-two player if he's fit. Obviously, he's the best. He's probably starting eighteen to be honest on the field. Yeah. So. Does, does Scoot come out then, or do we or go we to put, six at the maybe back we put, and not maybe play? We t- maybe you take maybe you take Cam Guthrie off the field and put Menegola on the field, and you put uh, Guthrie as the for Scoot Parfit O'Connor or Dowhouse. I reckon Parfit's. Yeah, I'd, I'd choose Menegola over Parfit. I like if, as long as there's four. As long as you've got Myers, Rowan, Dalhouse, and who was the other small you had in there? Atkins. Atkins. As long as four of them are in, five's probably too much for me of that smaller player that don't have as efficient kicking inside fifty. Yeah, that's a good point. My my reason for picking Parfit was come finals, the pace acceleration. Yep. Just the energy. Yeah. Because if we come up against Richmond, if we Brandon come up against those Brandon teams, yeah. it will be energizer outfits. Yeah. 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 I, look, I, I love Brandon Puffett. So I actually, back in the the youth in that respect, but. um, yeah, Take that, Jake. I. Better goals at 25. He's but, not old. Yeah, take but, that off. But, <laughs> but no, this is good tip for tap. It's fine. Um, both of them are worthy additions to the team. Um, <laughs> That's the fence. It would be, yeah, I'm <laughs> genuinely sitting on the fence. It's hard minutes. to pick a team as the um, coaching group every look, week. Wow. Um, yeah. no, it, it's purely based off of form and it's yeah. purely yeah. based off of um, fitness and, and you know all the intangibles that we probably don't see mm-hmm. as fans. That's when the decision gets made. I'd even take... Um, Henry out for Menegola if you've got O'Connor on the bench and then just play those yeah pretty much play those six because Guthrie, 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 Guthrie can swing go, back yeah, if needed Clark be or Guthrie yeah. can both go back Duncan can go back yeah. on a half back um, and Henry to be honest has been doing his bit he's been taking marks and winning one on ones and doing one percenters but he, he hasn't been setting the absolute world on fire um, and this to be honest is not really like we're probably on par with our tools in defence anyway. I love like the not... team. I love the team on paper in those first twelve rounds. Though. Yeah, it, yeah. It was I like... just want that back. That, that was ridiculous. That brand of football was just ideal. We so. need to bring back that mentality that we're hunting because now mm. that we're the hunted, I feel like we've dropped ever since we've taken that mantle. Mm. Well, that's the the debating factor that there's no concrete reports in the media that we have hugely changed uh training loads but there have been some talking regarding that that we have increased our training loads it's heavily rumored yeah post games or during the week so that come finals we can lighten off mm-hmm. um which I, I believe is quite a natural routine yeah having said that though you'd still want to secure first or second position um no, Ideally, finals, first. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it all depends. Well, no, we won't get into that. We've, we've <laughs> we had that. that yeah. That's a discussion for another um, day. A previous day. Yeah. Or, or, or we've already had the discussion. But um, generally, I like. It. I don't think we have too many. There's no real. There's not that many blaring weaknesses in the team. The, the only. If, you know. When when we're in form, no, I, but Zach Tui didn't even make my best twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, no. He's my favourite player. Yeah. <laughs> the only just... issue we've had consistently for the whole year was that second ruck, and and the and the first ruck performing. Because when Stanley was performing the first few weeks, it didn't hurt us as much. But in the weeks since, when Stanley was getting monstered, and we had Darcy Ford or Gary Rowan as the second forward and, and ruck option, it just wasn't wasn't working. But now Sav's back. Yeah, it's good and it's it shares the load a bit and I'd love to see Zach Smith dominate. I, I would love to see Smith come back similar to what Otten's did in one of those grand final years where he didn't play for a majority of the season. Two thousand nine. Yeah, and and just did his did his bit mm. and uh, I'd love. Like, I honestly would love to see Smith through that because to be honest, he should have been playing a lot more. He's, he if he plays this week, he'll be playing his fiftieth game for Geelong in. Four seasons, so yeah. Look, our, look grind, yeah. pure and simple. Our absolute best 
Our absolute best is probably the best in the competition. It's just whether we get back to that level. Mm. We've done it. We've done it before. We just have to wait and see if we can get back to that level. And, and the landscape as a whole of the whole competition has changed so much since before we went on the bye. Because now Richmond's back in town. Collingwood's cooked. They're done for the year. Dugowie's done his hamstring, like an eight-week hamstring. Quain has done his navicular bone. Yeah, they, so I, I doubt out. they'd make top four yet. They will... They're, like, they're in big, <coughs> big, big trouble. GWS, they're still Around the waiting to get some players back. West Coast... But they're winning, had they're some, winning ugly they, winning. They, they have been just over Port, who have been terrible. Mm. Um, there's so many of these teams hanging around the bottom of the eight, which are like Hawthorne, Bulldogs, Port. Essendon. Essendon have come from nowhere. They've won five they're straight. just beat... Gold, Gold Coast, Coast on the yeah, weekend. Yeah, they, I reckon they mentally checked out for that one. Yeah, but, but uh, they still won. They've so. got a lot of. They'd have a. They'd be gaining a lot of self belief. Essendon would be the last team you'd want to play in finals. Yeah, with, well, with the way they're going. Early right <laughs> coming back. Early back. Come finals as well. Bell Chambers back. Come finals. And they've so. got like Danaher Smith injuries have have pretty they've, they've pretty much stopped their season. But they've pulled like seven players who are playing. VFL. Yeah, Redman and... Redman yeah. and Dylan yeah, Clark ben and McNeese. Um, Will Snelling, they got in the mid-season draft, have been fantastic. So it's 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 been a really interesting... Because like at the halfway point of the year, you're, we're just thinking like, oh, Geelong's just going to steamroll through the whole season. Richmond's cooked. Collingwood's thereabouts. And now it's completely flipped on its head. And Richmond are now outright premiership fra- fla- favourites. Flavourites? Flavourites. Flavourites. They're the flavour of the month as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so all, to, like for us, for Geelong, you could say that we should win every one of our last four games, but the one that concerns me is that Brisbane one, which I mentioned before, um, but definitely coming up against Freo next week away is no easy task. And yeah, I'd like to see us comfortably win that one mm. and then get back home and focus mm. on that Brisbane one. Mm. The timing of Richmond's run at the moment has very much um, Geelong 2009 vibes about mm. it. Um, and we're, we're the other front runner in some sense. Mm. Or we're, we're kind of the St Kilda of 2009 mm. and they're us of 2009. So it's like, I'm not saying that it's going to be exactly the same, Um and the, the results are going to be exactly... Hopefully, we're not St Kilda in 2009. No. <laughs> we don't go all the way to the grand final and then lose in in heartbreaking fashion. Um, but, yeah. Um, there's certain patterns, and patterns do repeat, and history does rhyme to an extent. Um, it doesn't necessarily repeat, mm. but it does rhyme. Um, so, similar things do occur, and... Um, you know the previous years of Geelong and pre or the last decade, and uh, the last three seasons of Richmond have very much mirrored each other. Mm. Um, so it's just going to be interesting as to how the rest of the season unfolds in that respect. We'll have to wait and see. Mm. Yeah, we we all have the positive vibes at KC. Play a bit of devil's advocate here, though. We have mentioned some upcoming teams. Brisbane are sticking in there, playing aggressive footy. Richmond, with players being injured, and some players like Sydney Stack this year or Chole just pushing up and mm. um, and pressing them still in. And mm-hmm. now they've got the forward line structure right with Tom Lynch. Oh, Tom Lynch as well is just... He's yep. hitting his straps right now. And they've worked out where yeah. to kick it to him and how he works. And it's taken a while for them to do that. But he looks ready to go, fit to perfect as yeah, him and Jeremy Cameron look the two most dangerous, yeah. potent forwards in the whole competition. So as the flip side to say, when our best are on, we are the best in the competition. But after playing 18 games now, our style come round one was not seen by any other club in prior years mm. at all. At all. For the last decade. Mm. This pressure, manic pressure, mm. Atkins, Rowan, Dalhouse, um, not those four players, just the whole 22. Mm. It was built from defence. 
defensive pressure, mm. primarily out towards the forward line, and then clinical finishing. Mm. Mm. It's round 18 now. Our last six rounds have been really Port Adelaide, inconsistent style, win-loss, win-loss, win-loss kind of rocky 50, road. 50, 50, yeah. 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 So you'd hope that with four games to go, and there's two really tough games in that, potentially three, look, Carlton's a, a tough match as well. <laughs> North Melbourne, Melbourne yeah. are a really North tough North of three under, straight now. So. Yeah, they're still a, a, a really tough contest. They'll, they'll be playing for pride, and mm. pride can often shock you. Yeah. In some respects. But we win when we win the contested ball. Yep. And North are a, a really good And when we're clinical with our finishing, by the yep. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah, efficient <laughs> yeah. inside 50. That's yep. the yep. other thing that's yep. vital for us this year. So you pointed out before, round 13, how good we were, how solid we were in terms of getting these wins um, and keeping from week to week the style of football that we were playing. And Gary Rowan kicked 20 goals by, what was it, round 11? Yeah. Round, round 10? Yeah. Um, he's, on he's only kicked three since. Three, four since. And round 18 now. I know <laughs> Gary Rowan didn't play, mm. but just to highlight how potent our forward line was because it was just, no matter where the ball was, defense, midfield, it was pressure, pressure, pressure. Um, from there, once we get it inside, our forward 50, just clinical finishing. Teams seem to be seem to have worked a way that enables us that. to just stop it in our defensive half or back from our center. Hawthorne did it last mm, week. We were really Clark well. code was the term. <laughs> First half against Sydney, it was kept in our defensive half of the ground. Mm. Mm. Thankfully, we turned it on in the second half and woke up. And woke up, but prior to that, we've had games against, yeah, North Bull- Melbourne. Uh, sorry, not North Melbourne. Um, Port Adelaide, Bulldogs, Bulldogs as well. Um, the Bull- they've turned on there. The Bulldogs one, I think, was an, an aberration because they didn't necessarily employ that game style. Yeah, they just came back at us with that manic pressure, and we were just really sloppy and poor. So I think we still we should have won that. They one. turned it over just as much. Yeah, as Yeah, they did, and they yeah. and they just finished better, and, and we missed chances. So. I think that one was an aberration. But yeah, the Port and the Hawthorne one especially, they really outplayed us and did their research. But um, talking about the master coaches and being Clarkoed, mm. coming up against a wounded Ross Lyon next week who is a good coach mm. uh, and has pulled coaching performances also out of his you-know-what. Um, it does just make you think about next week and, and mm. just wonder what mm. happens, but you'd hope we'd be mature enough as a mm. team to get yeah. over it and yeah. get through get through, get through that it. and yeah, not uh, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> well well get over the top of them and yeah. um, you know, navigate this uh this potential minefield of a of a next fortnight or mm. next couple of weeks. Mm. The biggest concern I think surrounding fans hasn't been for the majority of the season, how individuals or how the system has played out, but nerves surrounding other teams around us and what the what could or the what if yeah. factor. Um, yeah. What could happen yeah. if what, what if we blah what went if, down or what could happen if you know, we lost the next two matches and exactly. we're doing so well. What if we don't actually yeah. get what we want? You know so that, my, that that mentality. My point being, I guess. We've been on top of the ladder this whole season from, what, round two onwards? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come finals, we'll finish top four. You'd hope so. <laughs> yeah, you'd hope, hope so. so. There's, a, there's an element of expectation yeah. there, for sure. It's very tough to win a grand final. Mm. Yes. It's very, very tough to win a grand final. However, having spent pretty much the whole season on top of the ladder... If a grand final is not won this year, how much do you think? How much vitriol, uh, backlash towards Scott yeah. will be given? I, I, I almost want to address this now as opposed to when finals time yeah. because there'll be yeah. too much emotion. In, 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 yeah, in it would be one of the biggest wasted seasons ever, considering the players that we have, not only available but the caliber of players that we have. Like you just mentioned, Hawkins, Ablett, Dangerfield, 
Salwood, Duncan, Kelly, like all these absolute superstars. And it's been that way for years. Like Geelong's had the best list on paper for years, for a long time. Since like 2016. Since a long time. And I'd yeah, it would be like the biggest one of the best. waste. Like I think the, the pass mark for this season would be making the grand final. It almost should be winning it at this point, considering how dominant we've been through the year. On the flip side, before the season started, I didn't. No, no commentator expected Geelong yeah, to be where they, where yeah. they are. Yeah. I expect us to be around the eighth mark, mm. pushing. I'd I'd say we, yeah, I, I would have been the the same. I yeah. I wasn't expecting us to be top four or top two or number one on top of the ladder. Mm. Um, but you know, with all with all things considered, so far this year. Um. Yeah, if we if we don't at least make well, if we don't at the very least win one final, and you could say make it to the grand final as a as a pass mark, because you don't know what's going to happen on that one off game, the last game. Making it to the grand final is a genuine achievement. Mm. Winning it is another thing. Making it is all basically making it is all you can do, and then destiny, you know, will happen on the day. Kind of, yeah, you, you just have to get there. Yeah, it's kind and of out of your You give there. yourself a shot. Yeah. If you give yourself a shot, anything can happen. And yeah. then just, you know, the lap of the gods type stuff from then on. The um, the, the biggest thing I think is winning the, that first final that we play. Because if we lose that, like that's that's it. Because it's it's like mathematically and almost it's impossible. Be, it's to likely win it to from be there. in Melbourne. Yeah, obviously that's, that's fine. Um, and like we said last week, if we're good enough, then we're good enough. Yeah, yeah. There's the flip side to that argument, though, which is, what if? Okay, you've been relishing this season and the the unknown stars that have come out of this season: Gary Rowan, a love figure for Geelong, Sav back in the lineup. Tom Atkins' first season at senior level, just being an absolute bull. This new midfield with Ablett up front. Um, mm, Myers and Clark. Myers and Clark. The new introduction of players. When we finished in the top eight still and we're now top of the ladder, mm. um, not having bottomed out, not having done what Sydney have had to do or Hawthorne have looked like they have to do, essentially yeah. done, bring in the... Going forward and bringing in just young the players. whole forward line is just young players now, followed by, um, yeah, Poppy and Bruce and those likes. Mm. There's the flip side of what we have been privileged to see this season at Canyon Park mm. or in Melbourne or at home or far away. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. given that those 22 rounds it may be where we would finish or we will finish, likely in the top four, hopefully first, um, is it wrong to say that it's been a successful season without yeah. a flag? Uh, or without a grand final? Like, can you be... Like, no. Could it, we... It would, could we... Are, are you saying could we, like, build on this year? If we fall short, could we build on this year and go again? Given that it was such an unknown before one. this season, and the, given that the players that we recruited were still such an unknown... By fans as well. A lot of fans weren't certain that Luke Dowhouse or Gary Rowan would be, be fantastic good. additions. Um, They've proven to be very solid. No one would have thought Jordan Clark was the player that he he's turned out to be <laughs> and will turn out to be mm. in his future career. Mm. I've just seen electrifying football mm. of parts of this season. It has been. Yeah, it's that, been a very enjoy, It has been it, a very enjoyable season. And it could be Gaz's last season, for all we know. It could be a few. Um, mm. It could be a few. It could be Harry Taylor, maybe. Hawkins, maybe. Looks like he's about to fall apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At, so, at times. Look. Ideally, Joel Selwood on the dais. Says last, thanks. Last. You know. <laughs> yeah. Last game. Essentially, lifts, the, lifts the Premiership Cup as Premiership Captain mm-hmm. for flag number four. four. Yeah. And he is pretty much... The, one of the best ever cats. Like, <laughs> top three best ever cats. Yeah. Um, you know, like, all modern era-wise, 
new millennium mm. like period arguably best caption mm. yeah well, yes you could say you could probably say best captain um I'm just thinking of you know uh senior and I'm well Gary senior Gary junior Polly Farmer these others mm. but um you know in a perfect world ideally that's what everyone wants to see yeah I guess I'm just raising this now because I yeah, in my know, mind we, I can kind of see see it happening I can Part of me just sees the it's the what if <laughs> factors mm. that have that have been on fans' minds this this season. The mm. what if or, or if who yeah, goes down? We, we are we so, are we are close enough to actually start thinking about what could yeah, eventuate exactly. Um, yeah, but then um, you know, there's always the element of it not happening. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's you know that's the excitement of of the game. It's what keeps fans and and everyone coming back because you don't know, but there's a chance that you might. So you may as well just give it everything you've got and see where you end up. The the answer to your broader question would from me would be yes, it would be a fail if we didn't make the grand final. And I think that's pretty much the expectation. But that's the that's the expectation. But the immediate, like step one, is that first final for me, because I don't think we've won the first final we've played for since two thousand eleven. Two thousand sixteen, we won the first. The Hawthorne one, yeah. yeah. The, and but, but that, that was, was just that was, yeah. <laughs> that was just that was a shock. Yeah, I remember losing my mind thinking, yeah. what just happened? What just happened? And then we, you, you know, you go back to getting smashed by Richmond, getting smashed by Adelaide, getting smashed by Sydney twice, mm. and like there's still that if we're talking about what ifs there's still that big what if of you know Geelong have been the best home and away side for so long and then come finals they just yeah yeah can can we turn it around that's the biggest that's step one and like that would be keeping players and Chris Scott up at night I'm sure Mm. getting close to finals and thinking about that yeah well we've already done a, a little part one for the season review maybe yeah. then um, that can be like in the highlights package for before the grand final with some like nice music playing beneath it <laughs> <laughs> what if <laughs> presented by putting your cloud up <laughs> yeah well yeah well. pending <laughs> well uh, some footy to be played until then yeah we've got next games. week to think about first Frio at Frio yep should just be a simple win, to be honest. They've been ravaged by injuries. Uh, they're playing Ballantyne and Sandilands, who, you know, Frio come out and say that they're rebuilding, and then they play those two, and it doesn't really add up to what what they're trying to do on field. Uh, but like, you know, Sydney, North, Carlton, Hawthorne, Port Adelaide, Western Bulldogs, they've, you know, you go into those games expecting to win, and they come out and bite you in the bum because you're not ready. And we spoke about that at the bye the complacency aspect of the thing. And that was, you know, another nightmare that we'd have. And, and it's turned out to be true complacency. And we've been outcoached, but, you know, in the games that we've lost, we haven't been at 100% either. So, mm. yeah, you'd, you'd want us to rock up. And I'm glad they've done that initiative of going straight to Perth from Sydney yeah. because that, that flight to Perth really knocks it out of you. It's, it's a two-hour difference and it really just shakes you around. And I, traditionally, I don't think we're fantastic um, in Perth and especially at that Optus Stadium we haven't had a great record so um, yeah if we if we play like we did this week I'd expect them to, to win by the similar margin mm. Watch the week prior Sydney versus Frio for yeah, this purpose great the, game. the two <laughs> matches 52 to 51 yeah. in Sydney's favour the very end any worries individual worries coaching worries this week upcoming um, no, I, I don't think Frio have the the gun power, the firepower to go with us. Like, they've got Fife, they've got Walters, who's probably both have been all Australian this been, year. Terry's been good, but he's form. dropped off, and Ballantyne's back in the side. And <clears throat> you'd... Ballantyne might get under our skin. I think he's past that now. Uh, Atkins on Ballantyne. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Scarlet will be like, 
like controlling, like putting his <laughs> fingers up to his temples and like controlling through Atkins. Like, <laughs> mm, like hoping that Max brings one. <laughs> um, well, look, well, they'll try everything. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Because they know they're not going to play finals. So they'll yeah. probably try and put a spanner they'll, in the works for they'll us. They'll play a dirty game style of yeah. like bring us down to their level yeah. and uh, yeah. like Port did and yeah. make a mess of our. Yeah. Efficient... Like, like the Bulldogs did. Mm. Like, like all the underdogs do. Mm. You know, when they make it hard for us. <laughs> when they when they're when they're up against a team that they you know, that they probably don't expect to win or expect to beat on paper, but on the day, you know, they're gonna be as hungry as anything. So we've got to expect that Fremantle will wanna take a scalp and, you know, build for next year and, you know, gain some momentum going yeah. into their preseason. Mentioned the the large group of players that we've got travelling to Freo. Mm. Ins and outs potential this week. Thoughts? Uh, Gary Rowan, does he come back yeah. into the side? If so, for who? Does Miser Atkins need a rest? This is probably, yeah, it's probably the hardest week to pick the team Manigola. because they've brought so many people over. And, and we're saying before it would be a waste to not have Menegola. Narkle. Yeah, yeah. And, and Narkle in. But everyone really, everyone did their job at least. In the Sydney game, Scott um, Selwood has to play for continuation. Yeah, yeah no he stays in for, for the rest game. of the year. He he stays in, and and the same with Smith. I think you, Scott said specifically he's not, a, you know, not a person that brings people in for one game. It's it doesn't help the team at all, you know, unless it's like you know, Stanley's injured one week and you bring Smith in. No, he well, was Dyson dropped for Sav one for, week. Yeah, he? well that that's it. Yeah, but you you don't like give Smith a shot, let him shoot his shot, and if he can't hit the target, then that's all right. Yeah. Um, so you know potential, and like we could potentially change like up to five players. So, um, but you know potentially Menegola because he he you don't d- necessarily want to mess with the structure no, too much though. Off a off a win, but if there's yeah. a blaring omission, like Menegola is probably the first into that team. You mentioned he's starting a team player anyway, and then Narkel potentially for Atkins. That's probably it. Parsons did his bit in the Rowan. end, and we want yeah, to yeah. Rowan. Do you yeah. want to save Rowan though? You want to save? Rowan I, that's what I was thinking too. I think that'd be. I'd rather have him fresh and ready for finals. So save save him for a home game. Save him for the North game, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And Brisbane. The Brisbane, yeah, 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 and and get him as try and get him as cherry ripe for for finals. Oh, yeah. Hope that he you know get gets his body body right and mm. um. Uh, we we know in previous years he's he's kind of gone quiet at times during finals, yeah. but um, we also know that that may well be due to injury clouds injury. and yeah, and, and never playing him. Brand suits him way way yeah, yeah. better than than yeah, Sydney it, does. We use him in a way more effective manner. Though. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah, we definitely recognise that from pretty much the very beginning this season. So. Yeah. yeah, I think finally got a cut of the week and uh, and margins. Yeah, upcoming. well, I got mine right. I, I said Hawkins last week, so I was really happy with that. Back in, the, back in the big daddy hawk. Um, he, I, he was uh, brilliant. Yeah, he was. He was daddy. Um, <laughs> this week, um, out of out of well. Mark Blitzarfs will have a very strong game playing on Rory Lobb. Um, Frio, being a younger, inexperienced side, I watched a little bit of that Frio game and they seem to be bombing it in a lot and the Bulldogs defenders were just marking a lot of it. So I'm backing in Blitz after an embarrassing staging failure and subsequent fine of $1,000 <laughs> to uh, bounce back this week and have... Yeah. He's going to have... He was caught by air, come on. <laughs> he's going to have six one percenters, eight marks... And five rebound fifties, and Geelong are going to win by thirty-seven points. Oh, all right, okay. Since we're going very to specific the stats, yeah. con, we'll go. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Tom Atkins. Whoa, over twenty-five pressure acts. I thought you were going to say disposals. Then six tackles. Yeah, at least. Yeah, and a little bit of a maybe it a tackle uh, a, big... a bump uh, uh, an elbow on Valentine uh, Valentine <laughs> yeah that's my he doesn't even have he can be the worst ranking player in the ground but as long as he smashes Valentine he's the cloud <laughs> cat of the week that's the criteria look um, cats by seven goals yeah 
Cats by seven goals. Let's I, put these away. I hope the trend continues yeah. up. Wowie. Um, <laughs> uh, Asaba Radaglia. Daddy. For the uh, Cloud of Cat of the Week. This week. Yeah. I think that's probably the first time I've ever him. nominated him yeah. for... Uh, yeah, any any kind of individual focus, hmm. um, but he's been in solid form. He's been in good form, um, and he's an important player. And if we want to, you know, make a noise, make waves in finals, it we're going to need we're going to need Hawkins and Sav playing good football. So I can actually see him like dominating a final, like when Ben Brown kicked that four goals against Essendon and he was just like, like 20... Or like when Hawkins dominated the 2011... Grand, uh, yeah, that was pretty good too. Well, 2011 final series, series let's yeah. be honest. Not just the grand final. Yeah. People forget how good he was yeah. uh, in the qualifying final. Yeah. Hmm. And... Um, what was your margin for the Frio one? Uh, the Frio game margin... I'm always a little bit more conservative. I will go with the 20... Never would have guessed, though. <laughs> Never would have guessed. 25 points, but I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm that's, that's a, quietly, that's confident that, yeah. quietly confident that we'll... Again, we'll, normal service will be resumed and we'll, we'll get the job done. And it's another one of these... Job done, move on. Let's look Let's to it. the week Let's after that. North Melbourne. Go yeah. Cats. Tom Atkins... My head and Valentine. <laughs> Go the cats. Let's yeah, do this. Let's Up do it. Big Sav. Go, Go on. cats. Go cats. Go cats.